What's up, everyone, and welcome back to NFL Only here on Spark Talk. And today we'll be recapping the Super Bowl. Uh, and we also, we got Houston back this week as well. What's up, guys? Hopefully, uh, the sound is better. Uh, let, me, let me turn you up here real quick. You're like on. You're right, you're on. Yeah, that probably is a lot. That's probably a lot better. Um, hopefully, you guys can hear me. Um, I know the last podcast was a little like me falling off a cliff and everything like that but yeah. um working out audio anyways i'm i'm back again ready to do it mm-hmm. yeah was, yeah sorry yeah sorry about that like we said earlier uh last podcast we're two different locations so we're uh skyping each other uh at the moment so uh so yeah so sorry about it. we're still trying to figure out audio issues as well but yeah without the way we'll get into the uh recap of the Super Bowl, and you want to start it off, Houston? Yeah, I can start it off. Um, I mean, I, I got it right. I predicted that the Bucks would blow out the Chiefs. No, you didn't. I did not. Um, but, you know, we both predicted the Chiefs would win. We thought it would be a high-scoring game. We thought it would be a close game. And, I mean, the Buccaneers have a great game plan. You know, you come in and uh, you allow your front four guys to rush the passer the way they did, and they drop, you know, seven, eight into coverage at times. Um really being able to shut down what the Chiefs do um, offensively, you know, one to pass, push the ball vertical uh, to Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey. Um, Travis Kelsey was shut down all night. Um, Hill was shut down all night, basically, um, you know, with a couple a couple plays here and there. Um, they couldn't really get their running game going. The only time they ever had any positive yards rushing really was when Pat Mahomes was scrambling. Um, offensive line was atrocious for the Kansas City Chiefs. And so – I mean, I just thought, I thought what the Buccaneers did was uh, incredible. I mean, they established the run with Fournette and Jones. Um, they allowed Tom Brady to, you know, pick apart that Chiefs secondary um, and really go at them and not be afraid to push the ball down the field. Um, I, I was really impressed with the way they played and, and how and how they won that football game. That was a dominating game. Yeah, yeah. I think the one huge thing is the mo- the more balanced team won the game. Uh, Tampa Bay had. Uh, only had 29 pass attempts, and they had 33 rushing attempts. Right, like, and we talked about this, right? Being I mean, balanced we in the game. The, we talked about whatever team was going to be able to run the football and establish the run was going to have success. And the thing was, like, when Kansas City ran the football, they were doing really good. They had 6.3 yards of carry. Uh, Clyde uh, Edwards-Hilaire had 7.1 yards of carry on nine carries. Right. And that, that's the thing. And, uh, that's the thing. Like, uh, Kansas City, I don't think, ran the football until, like, their third or fourth drive of the game. Right. And I think that's insane, especially when, especially in the Super Bowl, when usually the most balanced team does win the game. You can't be, like, this pass-happy team, especially with the uh, the way the offensive line was for them. I th- it was just a terrible game plan coming out of the gate for Kansas City, uh, and it backfired on them completely, especially because... Like they've only scored, uh, what was it? How many, uh, how many points did they score in that first quarter of that first game? Was it was it twenty? Yeah, was it twenty four points in that first quarter of the Tampa Bay game? I think so. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So through three, uh, so through seven quarters, Tampa Bay has held Kansas City to only uh, four field goals in those last uh, seven quarters. Right. Because they won twenty seven to twenty four. Like, Tampa Bay figured out how to stop Kansas City. Get a consistent pass. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think it's one thing. Pass you, rush. You, you have to get, first of all, yeah, pass rush. But also, 
like, just ha- don't blitz him. Like, they rarely blitzed him throughout the game. They were just getting constant four-man pressure throughout the game. And honestly, I wonder if this is like a, uh indicator or a foreshadowing of, like, what Kansas City's offensive line is going to be after they pay Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, and Patrick Mahomes. Uh, you know, all this money, and they have no, and they don't have uh, room to pay this offensive line. Yeah, no, yeah. I agree. I mean, I, I think when you you look at the way the the Buccaneers won the football game, they dominated both sides of line of the line of scrimmage. Mm-hmm. Their offensive line played amazing. I mean, rookie Tristan Wirfs, you know, probably leading the bunch there. You know, you got Ryan Jensen and, and guys like that up there. You know, imposing their they well. They got nasty teams. offensive linemen there. Yeah, they got they got guys that are wanting to like punish you and put you in the dirt. Mm-hmm. And so, um, sorry if you hear any uh, extra noise in the background. My dog is being kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah, but, same here. Yeah, because somebody was like moving furniture above me. <laughs> uh, but I mean, and then you look at the way they did um, defensively. I mean, again, like like what I said at the beginning, right? They didn't have to blitz a lot. I mean, Todd Bowles is a guy that loves to bring pressure. He's a guy that loves to blitz. Um, they barely blitz. They allowed JPP. They allowed Shaq Barrett. They allowed Vita Vey. They allowed Adamakin Sue um, to just wreck the game um, and really put an impact. Um, they, I mean, they were putting the Chiefs' offensive line in the backfield um, all night, and so that was something that was really impressive to me. Was the fact that they were able to get. Con- I mean, Patrick Mahomes had no time at all. Mm-hmm. He had no. T- he had no time at all to really. Um, get anything going i mean he was constantly trying to make things happen yeah he had, and honestly uh, i mean yes he, you can't really you can't blame mahomes for for that performance i mean i thought he played i thought he played well um yeah well there's were a couple plays and things like that stuff that um he could have done better for sure but i mean there was a lot of drop balls from his receivers mm-hmm. travis kelsey was dropping things that he never drops i think that's so, I, mean, that, I don't, I don't think travis kelsey's the best tight end in the league <laughs> But I think he's really good. I think he's probably a top five, top three, but he's not the best tight end in the league. Uh, like, I, like, I think a lot of his successes come from the system he's in and, you know, having a really good quarterback to throw to him uh, and then having Alex Smith, who did a lot of uh, checkdowns, uh, throw into a safety net. Like, he had 15, tar- 15 targets in this game, 10 receptions, and he dropped a lot of important balls in the game. Right, right, right. Like a lot of third downs. Um, he had like two or three drop or two or three drop third down conversions in this game. Right. And the, you, uh, you had uh, Demarcus Robinson had a huge uh, drop touchdown at the end of the game there uh, that would have kept him in it barely. Uh, they just and uh, one thing is you look at the rest of the team here. Uh, over half the targets went to Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. Uh, 25 targets right. out of uh, 49 uh, passing attempts from uh, Patrick Mahomes. So, right. like, it, it's just an imbalanced offense for Kansas City. They rely on three players way too much. Uh, instead of making it a team game and the more team-oriented uh, – Team-oriented, I guess, team won the Super Bowl, you know, won the game because uh, they played like a team and they won like a team. Kansas City ch- just tried to rely on three players to win, win the right, game. I mean, this, and that's something we talked about, too, is Kansas City's really relying on the on the big play, right? Mm-hmm. They're, they're relying on, they, they rely on Patrick Mahomes to scramble around, 
to push the ball down the field. They allow they they rely on Tyreek Hill to be wide open because he's mm-hmm. so fast. They allow or they I keep saying allow they keep they rely on uh, Travis Kelsey to be that safety net like you talked about. And so when those things aren't happening, the Chiefs the, the Chiefs really don't have a, a Plan B. They don't have another go to because they're not a team that likes to run the ball a lot. Um, when they should, they you know they have Clyde Edwards-Helaire. Um, you know, who's a beast and, and, and things like that. And so, you know, I, I think that was something where, you know, when you see that your your offensive line is struggling and you see that, that the pass rush is really getting to Mahomes, before it got ugly, they should have been running the football. Run the football, establish it, push that um, defensive end back um, and, and don't allow them to, um, you know, really come off the ball. Like they Now make them, make them honor the run, make them – have to play in their gaps and make them have to really play defense the way that you're you're supposed to make them because otherwise like we saw that you know last night like we saw on sunday night i mean they were just teeing off they knew that the chiefs were going to pass they knew that mahomes was going to drop back and so they were doing everything that they could to get back there i mean uh shaq barrett had 11 pressures he had two sacks i mean nadama kinsu had a big impact on the game jpp Vita Vey was there i mean i mean like i said all those guys were just having such a big impact on the game mm-hmm. um it was just impressive. It was impressive to me. And then you see the two backers. Uh, I mean, Levante David, who never gets enough credit, is a guy that should have multiple Pro Bowls and you know probably a couple All Pros in, under his belt. Which I mean, I think he only has like a couple Pro Bowls. Um, that's a guy that doesn't get enough credit in the NFL. Uh, maybe the best covered linebacker in the league, in my opinion. Um, had a couple huge plays against Kelsey. And then you have Devin White, who's emerging as one of the best linebackers in the entire NFL. I mean. I think next season that guy that guy might take over as best linebacker. I mean, he I mean he's gonna push he's gonna push Wagner and he's gonna push Leonard for the best uh, LB in the game next year, in my opinion. I mean that's a, that's a special cat right there. And then mm-hmm. I mean their secondary they showed out they played well. I mean Antoine Winfield is a guy that we both love um, that had a big that had a big impact on uh, the game on Sunday. Um, Murphy Bunting and you got Carlton Davis guys that really stepped up. So I, I was really impressed with the way the entire Bucks defense is played. I mean, they really showed up um, in a huge, huge way on Sunday. And I think it's just moving forward. You got to look at the way the Chiefs are, right? I think the Chiefs, like you said, right? Like, what are they going to do once they have to pay Hill and they have to pay um, uh, Kelsey all this money, right? You're, I mean, they're going to be hurting. Offensive line is not going to be good. They're going to lose defensive players. I mean, they already paid uh, Chris Jones. So I mean they're 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 in a world of hurt right now um, as far as pushing forward for a Super Bowl. They're always going to be in contention uh, because of Mahomes, but the fact is that it's going to be hard for them to really move forward. Just as the Seahawks have had struggles um, because they start having to pay a lot of guys, Russell Wilson and defensive players, and they end up having to bust everything up because they just didn't have enough cap space. And you see what the mm-hmm. Seahawks have been ever since that those two Super Bowls. Um, that they went to, uh, they haven't been back. Well, look at the Packers once they paid Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that I mean, exactly. Or look at the Colts once they paid Andrew, Andrew. Luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's statistic. It's well, it's almost a proven fact that the highest paid uh, uh, quarterback really never wins a Super Bowl during their right. during that contract that they're in. Uh, I don't think right. one's ever won one. If I'm uh, in the modern era, I should say. Uh, I don't think one uh, who's had the highest-paid contract uh, has never won Super Bowl. 
Uh, could be wrong on that, but I'm like I'm pretty positive that I don't think any in the modern era, probably since like 2010, 2005, you could probably go back then, hasn't won the Super Bowl. Uh, right. Also, yeah, like going back to uh, going back to the game here. Like one thing is they didn't get over they didn't get a play over forty yards in the game, and yep. that's what the, that's what they live off of. Uh, you like if you shut them down, if you keep them under forty yards, or from from gaining a forty yard play in the game, you have a shot to beat the Chiefs because if they have to dink it and dunk it downfield, like they're not gonna they're not gonna win the game. Like they they suck on first and second down, they get their big plays on third down. Uh, the Chiefs, I think, were. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, here, let me see real quick. Got the team stats up here. Uh, where's the third downs at? All right, so third down efficiency. The Chiefs were three of thirteen, and I think they're three. The, all three of those came in the late, uh, the late uh, portions of the game. Right. Uh, let me see real quick. Uh, it's not going to show me the uh, yards to go on third down though, but. I think it was around like eight or nine yards to go on their third downs. Like that's terrible. That's where they were around at the and during the regular season. They had about like seven yards to go, uh, like average third down uh, yards to go on third down, which was bottom five in the league. Like right. they're not good on first and second down. And then they have to rely on the big play on third down. If you stop that big play, right. this Kansas City team's honestly it's not that good of a team. If you can stop them on third down, uh, they're not as good, I don't think, as what people think. Their defense isn't that good. I think everybody knows that. They just have a really good defensive coordinator. Uh, right. And they got they got two guys, right, Matthew and Jones. I mean, if those guys are not having good games, I mean, that defense is, is not doing well. I mean, Tyron Matthews hit and miss, too. If he's yeah, going to have mean, a good yeah, game, he's going to have a bad game. It's going to be one to two. Uh, but, yeah, he – yeah, it's just not a – it's – the Chiefs are the home run hitters. Uh, they've been home home run hitters since Pat Mahomes has been uh, the starting quarterback there, and it kills them because they're one of the worst red zone teams in the league. They're one of the worst first and second down teams in the league, and I think a lot of that has to do with what their scheming is. Like they don't run the ball nearly as enough as they need to. Like, and we know they can run the football. That's the thing. Like we know we they, we know that they can. They just right. choose not to. Like they against the best running defense in the league, they they had six point three yards of carry. Their main running back seven point one yards of carry on nine carries. Uh, and then you go to the Bills game. I know the Bills don't have a good uh, rushing defense, but they picked up over two hundred forty yards on the Bills earlier in the year. Like th- like they need to get more balanced as a team, and I think Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay was willing to fix their scheme after that terrible loss to New Orleans where they only ran the ball like six times. Right. And ever since right. that game, they've been really balanced. They've ran the ball, uh, I think, probably – I don't have the stats here, but they have to be like a top five running team in the league since that uh, game or at least carries, like giving the ball to their running backs. Right. And letting them run, and then it takes a lot of pressure off of Tom Brady because Tom Brady only throwing under thirty times a game, and they're still destroying teams like this. I think says a lot. Right. No. I mean, and that allows Tom Brady to be efficient. Right. That allows him to sit back in the pocket and really pick apart the defense because they have to honor the run. They have to be. They have to be conscious of the fact that Tampa Bay can run the ball and be successful at it. You've got two guys back there, Ronald Jones, 
who's not necessarily you know a game breaker as a runner, but is a guy that can that can pick up tough yards when you need him to. And you've got a guy on Leonard Fournette who can who can make big runs um, out of nothing uh, a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. And that was what's so exciting about him coming out of college um, when he came into the pros. And so the fact that they have guys like that, and not only that, but then the, I mean, you look at the weapons they have outside. I mean, gosh, I mean, you, you couldn't probably find a better arsenal of weapons for a team. Um, so just the fact that just the fact that they're that dangerous on offense where they can run the football, like you said, more than they passed it and still be that dangerous of a passing team. Um, it's just incredible to me. It's it. And, and you see a guy like Mike Evans, who he talked about after the Super Bowl, he's going to take a pay cut so they can win more. Um, so they can sign back important pieces to their team. Right. That stuff to me signals that this team is going to be around for the next year or two. I mean, I know I say a year or two because Brady's so old, but I think, I mean, Brady's going to be here until the end of his career. I don't think he's going to go to another team. I mean, yeah, with the weapons he has. And, look at and the, the people still in rookie contracts. Right. Going into this, like you have uh, Devin White, yeah, starter. Devin White, yeah, exactly. Antoine Winfield, Sean Murphy, Blunting. Uh, I think Carlton Davis. Davis, I think, has one more year left. Mike Edwards has a couple years left on it. Right. Uh, Vita Vea. I mean, the biggest pieces they got to worry about, right, are. Um, the older guys, like Nadama Kinsu. Nadama Kinsu. Shaquille Barrett. David. But I think they pay Shaquille uh, Barrett. Zach Barrett. Huh? I think they pay Shaquille Barrett. No, but, not yet. Not yet. He was a franchise tag. Oh, okay. Uh, but Lamonte David was talking about he wants to be the highest paid linebacker in the game, which, I mean, I don't blame him, but. Uh, so it's just that kind of stuff where they're going to have to really be – and then Chris Godwin's a free agent, right? Mm-hmm. So they're going to have to bring back a couple guys, that key pieces uh, for that team. Uh, but I think the Bucks will be in a position to go back next year. I mean, they're going to be a dangerous team again, mm-hmm. especially the fact that they found their groove. I mean, they finished the season 8-0 after starting 7-5. and mm-hmm. um, I mean, this team, the, they're going to get an entire offseason now because um, COVID you know, protocols are in place. They're going to be able to actually practice and do offseason and – I mean, this team is going to be deadly next year. I think this team could be, you know, a top two team in the NFC next year, um, just because now they, now they found their groove as a team and, and what works for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, I mean, with the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, they're going to be good next year. I mean, you got Pat Mahomes, Andy Reid, those weapons, right? But it's, you know, when you get into the big games, can they be successful? Can they be a balanced team? I don't know. Uh, that's something where, I, if, if I'm a team in the AFC, like if I'm the Bills. Or if I'm if I'm the team like the Colts who you know they get a quarterback and, and the way they play football as a balanced football team, um, you you look at you know those kinds of teams right, uh, even the Browns right, even the Browns if they can improve on improve in their secondary, uh, these teams that can run the football be successful on the line of scrimmage, um, that's something where I look at say like you know these teams have to be looking their chops because they understand that now hey look if we can run the football. We can get after Patrick Mahomes um, and, and cause them issues on third and longs. Now we have a chance to 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 be the team that comes out on the AFC next year. You talking so. about the Colts? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna throw the Colts in there. No, we don't have a quarterback or left tackle or pass rush or anything like that. But you kept saying we, you know. so I was like, you're talking about the Colts. You get me confused. You name all teams and you get me confused for a second. No, did I say we? Oh, you yeah. know, I, I'm a part of the team. I'm a fan, so yeah, I get paid everything. Huh. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you're part of the business. You pay, you pay jerseys, you get jerseys and stuff. I don't get jerseys anymore. I don't, you know, I'm a grown man. I like my, I like my own name on my back. Yeah, that's still a jersey though. <laughs> what? Still a jersey. If you yeah, get that right, team jersey, right. go to that team. 
You're right. Uh, no, I. So, what do you think about this? I, this one. Uh, about to wrap it up here, but what do you think about the Antoine Winfield when you put the peace sign up, the Tyreek Hill? I loved it. I thought it was oh, amazing. Oh, I mean, like, you know, that, that, stuff was like, that, that stuff's fun. Like, I mean, you, you saw a couple pictures where, like, Tyreek Hill's even laughing, like, because that's just part of the game, right? I mean, I don't think he was doing it out of being malicious, but like you said last time, like, you know, Tyreek Hill ran past him and did, did the peace sign and flipped into the end zone and, and so, yeah no but Tyree Kill doesn't like, get penalized for that you know but Antoine Moonfield got penalized I mean yeah but I mean who, I mean, who cares it's the end of the game anyways no but I'm saying I think though I, I think it's like a standard like it's like a double standard there you know like offensive no, players get I, to I do it well Tyree Kill doesn't necessarily put it in people's faces he just throws it up you know what I'm saying he puts it in people's faces it was not really. Though. I mean, it's part of the game now, though. But like, I mean, he was like in his. That's space, what I'm so saying. About, That's what I'm saying. I think Antoine Winfield shouldn't have got penalized. I thought that was perfectly fine. Uh, I don't know about all that. We need robberies in sports. Hey, look, we can't be taunting people in the face like that. I don't agree with that. I like it. I think it's fun. We need robberies in sports. That's just my opinion. I think rob- no, robberies I in sports. Look, I didn't say we don't need robberies. I'm just saying. Like, yes, he should have gotten penalized. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, I love... But I, like, I mean, I thought it was a good moment. Well, I love watching the Bengals and Steelers games, even though the Bengals have been absolute garbage the last couple of years. Like, they're still, like, fun to watch because of that intensity and that rivalry there. Because they just right. hate each other. Like, I want right, right. I want rivalries like that. I think they're, they're so fun for sports. Uh, right. Just in general. Like, basketball, I think the one thing that's... Like I still, I, I really like basketball. I still watch it. My favorite team's the Celtics. I still watch them almost every time they're on TV. But like, there's no like rivalries in basketball anymore. Everybody's too buddy buddy with each other. And there's like, there's not that sense of like, there's not that atmosphere when you go into a uh, game when you go watch a basketball game. Like, and it's I think it's getting like that with football too. Like everybody's almost getting too buddy buddy. There's too many jersey swaps. And stuff like there's not enough intensity at times. I I, I, I disagree with that. I, I definitely think guys get pretty heated. I mean, you saw the end of the Bills and Chiefs game. Guys were like taking shots at each that's other. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. It's starting to pick up again. That's why I'm. I mean, uh, that's what I'm but you know, here's the thing. I don't. I, I mean, like I'm not gonna go as far as say I want to see that. I don't. I don't want to see people get hurt and dirty cheap shots. No, and stuff. no, no. I ain't but, saying that. But not, yeah, like the competitive talk, like Brady and Matthew talking back and forth. Like I like that. That's fun. It makes yeah. yeah, it makes it more fun. But I, I disagree. I don't think it's that, like that at all in the NFL. I think I definitely think you've got guys that, um, you like know, like, that, like that really compete. Like you can be friends off the field. Like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady were great friends, but they hated each other on that's the field. That's what I'm saying. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like those like those type of things. Like you felt the intensity between them. When they right, were on right. The field. I think you still got that. Not, not as much though. That's what I'm saying. I, I, like the that's Bills just, ones. I think that's just because you got this new era of like quarterbacks coming in, right? You have got to kind of figure out like. You know, who, yeah. who's the – like, I think when Lamar and, and Mahomes plays, I, I feel that intensity because, like, you know, you got two former, you know, former MVPs going at each other. Like, I feel like there's a little bit of intensity there. I think moving forward with Allen and the Bills versus the Chiefs, I think that's going to be a good one. Um, so, I mean, at the Browns, can the Browns come in and do something and be a, you know, uh, uh, be a team? The Colts and Titans, I think, have good games where I think they're physical and they chirp and things like that. So – I'm trying to figure the out. Bears, like, you know, the Bears try their best against the Packers, and they always get beat. So I'm just messing. I have to throw that in there. No, I'm no, trying, I'm trying sad, to. Man. No, no, no. I'm trying to think. Like, uh, how many quarterbacks are left that haven't been drafted that are starting right now? 
that haven't been drafted prior to uh, prior uh, prior to 2010. Like there's Brady, there's Breeze, there's Rogers. Uh, Breeze at the moment until he retires. Till we got like an official. Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan. Matt Stafford. Yeah, Stafford. It's five. Um, I think it's about it. Like Fitzpatrick, but he's not starting anymore. Yeah, I don't uh, know. See, yeah, like like you're saying, like there's like a new era of quarterbacks in here. You know, like so. Yeah, I mean that's why you gotta you gotta give it some time for the rivalries to build up. You gotta build, got have some guys build some accolades and, and have some games under the belt. That's why. That's why. Like 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 you're talking about like the Bills and stuff. Like I enjoyed that game, even though it was kind of a blowout at the end. Like I felt that intensity. You know. Right between them, like during the game, I just want to see that more and more. Like I felt the intensity in this game a lot, and I, even though it was a blowout, I still loved it because of how intense it was. Whew. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think it's going to wrap it up here. Yeah, yeah anything yeah, else cool. on? It? Um, no, yeah, I'm good. I think that's a good place to wrap up. Uh, mm-hmm. So, what are you going to be taking? It would take like a, a week, week off. a week and a week half off. Like I kind of, kind of like relax a little bit and then get back into it. Okay, okay, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll be. Yeah, we'll give it. I mean, I've already had long enough break, like I said last week. But yeah, so about you know a week and a half, two weeks or so, we'll be back. Hopefully, some news and things like that interesting to talk about come up that way, mm-hmm. um, and all that kind of stuff. We'll be diving into draft stuff coming up soon as well. Um. Mm-hmm. I've already started watching film on some guys and, and getting getting that stuff ready, so that way we can rank them and mm-hmm. do uh, mock drafts and all that kind of jazz. I think That's, we're going to uh, start off with quarterbacks this year. What did we start off last year? I, I thought we started off with quarterbacks. Did we ended with quarterbacks. We ended it with quarterbacks. Uh, what did we start off with? Was it? I don't remember. Defensive line, offensive line. Oh, I think it, I think it was edge rushers and things like that. Interior D line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So. But yeah, yeah, uh, I think it's gonna be. I think uh, yeah. So yeah, just maybe uh, two weeks at the most. We'll see. Uh, in this case, like anything, at school pops up. That's like right. that thing. But yeah, two weeks at the most. But we'll try to get back like a week, a week and a half. Uh, huh? Is when we'll Sounds be good. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So thank y'all again for listening. Make sure you like it, share it. Uh, what is it? Comment, comment on it, and criticism. Like me, he's gonna open, open the criticism to making this uh, podcast like more enjoyable for y'all to listen to and help us get our points across a lot better. Uh, also, make sure to go follow us on Smart Talk Gaming. I'm going to try to post up a video this week, uh, gameplay video. Like I said last week, Madden deleted my Bears rebuild on it. So if y'all want to, uh, uh, you trying to laugh, you. <laughs> Nah, it's just funny. I just I would just be kind of I'd just be kind of mad. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'm gonna try to do some new stuff uh, on there because man deleted it. So uh, yeah, so look out for that. Look, uh, Spark Talk Gaming, the same as here, uh, same spelling as uh, as the podcast, and then just gaming at the end. And make sure to follow us, follow us on social media, uh, Spark Talk Two uh, on Twitter, and then I think was the Instagram, Houston. It's just Spark Talk. Just yeah, just Spark Talk on Instagram. So yeah, make sure you follow all all of those as well. The YouTube, uh, Spark Talk Gaming, the Twitter Spark Talk Two, and then the Instagram at Spark uh, at Spark Talk. So uh, and then follow uh, what's your Instagram or Twitter, Houston? 
Varsity Agenda 55. Yeah, Varsity Agenda 55 is Houston's and mine's. It, or my Instagram is underscore Sparky underscore four. Uh, and yeah, that, that's we want to wrap it up. Make sure. Uh, hopefully, y'all had a great football season. Uh, hopefully, y'all enjoyed this football season. It was kind of a weird football season with no fans in the stadiums uh, for most of the games. But hopefully, y'all enjoy this football season. We'll be back with uh, was it the draft or yeah draft, draft stuff, new stuff, all that kind of stuff coming up. So yeah. it'll be, I'm sure a pretty pretty busy off season. Yeah. So I'll let you do the uh, ending here, Houston. All right, well, hope you guys have a good one. We appreciate you guys listening, and we'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace. See you.